Mask Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. Hello, pretty ladies. This is Instant Pretty Podcast. I'm Abby Kiefer. And I'm Talia Keen. We're your host of Instant Pretty. We are continuing our wedding series for all you blushing brides-to-be. Our wedding series looks at all the major elements to make your big day great. Skin, lashes, hair, makeup, dresses, fitness, venues, and even event planners. Today we are joined by Tampa's own Marissa Moran. Hey. Hey. She is known for her beautiful wedding hair and makeup. She is also a co-host of So Basic Podcast, where they talk about saucy topics and get down about the Tampa scene. Do I have that right, Marissa? Yeah, pretty much. Cool. Well, welcome, Marissa. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Well, I am um, going on year 11 of doing hair and makeup. I say legally because I did it in high school. Um, (laughs) I'm a theater geek, so I used to do hair and makeup backstage for um, all TV production, theater, all that kind of stuff. Um, I am a actual third generation Tampa wedding vendor. My grandfather had Tony Moran Photography, did a bunch of weddings wow. my entire life. My grandfather or my father started Polo Entertainment, DJed weddings, so I was very comfortable in this industry. A Excellent. lot of brides intimidate stylists especially For and sure. you got to come in confident, ready to go and I kind of grew up with them literally at my kitchen table, so I'm good with brides. <laughs> I'm into this. Cool. <laughs> All right, and so you're from Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you get involved in the beauty biz? Got involved in the beauty biz, um, starting off in theater, but also um, my stepmom was a hairdresser for her 30 plus years, and my mom used to sell Mary Kay. So <laughs> I kind of combined the two. Play, yeah, I just combined the two. Used to steal mom samples <laughs> and like play with it, and then um, grew up in a salon, cleaning it, sweeping hair. I'm, it was just what the norm was for me. My grandmother in Cuba was a hairdresser and then New Jersey, so I it was kind of in my blood no matter what. Yeah, you can't you I did can't the college run from this one. <laughs> no. I did the college thing to like say I have a degree, but like let's be honest, I was gonna do this no matter what. <laughs> What'd you go to college for? I went to um HCC for theater. Nice. And then I wanted oh, to well, go that to, makes sense. I mean yeah. it goes together. I wanted to go to Florida State and go that theater route, but then I realized like because I went to Aveda in Tallahassee, um, I got a full paid scholarship to go up there because I won a contest with Alexis, mm-hmm. um, which is a nice, big, fun, big check to hold. Cool. I got it. Um, but <laughs> do you I, still have the check? I, I they <laughs> gave it back. To, they like took it. Like I got a picture with it, which is like awesome. But whatever. Damn I definitely it. took St. Pete campus's money, and I definitely <laughs> went to Tallahassee campus. But I wanted to do the Tallahassee route. But to build a clientele was just dumb to have it up there when I knew sure. I was gonna. I'm a t- I'm a Tampa girl, so I had For to do sure. that. Um. And then, so, how did you get involved in makeup? Did you learn both hair and makeup at Aveda? Um, yes. It's their version of makeup. It wasn't... I learned a lot of my makeup from um, playing as a little kid, but I learned, like, the highs and lows of a face from actually theater. Um, everything, especially now with contouring being what it is. For sure. Um, I learned everything from theater and actually from drag queens. That's, <laughs> I learned a lot of my stuff from them. So. Okay. That's where I started the makeup side of it all was on that end of the spectrum, um, which was cool. Yeah. It, can't really teach it. You kind of have to have a passion for it. And you for can. Sure. There's different types of makeup. Um, there's influencer type of makeup now, which everybody's a makeup artist. But there's also like the wedding type, which is the toned down version. Mm-hmm. Um, both beautiful, but both fun and 
in different ways. Right. For sure. So. All right. So we want to talk specifically about weddings today and how a bride preps for her big day. Okay. Instagram and Pinterest have been a huge asset to organizing and helping bring a bride's vision to life. So when a bride contacts you, what can they expect? What's your spiel? Walk us through everything. Okay. So when, um, same thing, like you guys just said. So by the time a bride contacts me, it's through word of mouth and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Those are the biggest things. And at least from my career, where they see. So my Instagram, they have to be able to see what I have op- like to right. offer. Realistically, nobody really goes to a website anymore. I mean, it's great to have. It's a bonus. But Instagram is quick and it's fast. And that's what they want. So that's what they need to use. Um, so once they contact me, I love – I'm big into trials. People come into a trial and think that it needs to be perfect the exact same way it needs to be at a wedding. Right. I don't personally think that. I think a, a trial is meant to do what we don't want. It's a troubleshooting side of Yes. It. Yep. And that's my biggest thing is these brides come in and um, personal experience, don't bring a whole entourage with you to a trial because not everybody's opinion matters. It's your day. Right. Um, which we'll get into that a little later. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I do like to have them with that trial. So my spiel basically is... What is your idea? What's your aesthetic? I always ask for the Pinterest board because let's be for real, most bride and grooms, even grooms now, by the way, <laughs> have a Pinterest board for what the ideal day is. Yeah. You can't tell me that you love a natural, rustic farm wedding and then you have full contour Kardashian makeup and hair right. and the work. It just isn't going to look great, mm-hmm. especially in pictures and right. all of that kind of stuff. So my spiel that I kind of just want to know what their vision is and then I want to actually I like to personally look like at their pictures because I want to kind of get a feel for what they are so if they add me on Instagram first I kind of do a little creeping myself because if you're gonna tell me that you're a natural person and you love natural makeup I am the big fan of that but like on your wedding day are we sure this is what we want to do right because that's my job is professionally to guide them in a way or do whatever they want because some people don't listen to me and that's great but it's. I want to at least give my opinion of you. I am the biggest believer of on your wedding day, you should be a glamified version of yourself. Yeah. You should not be, you know, a complete opposite of how you normally are. You guys are getting married because you guys love each other, not because of what you like. Mm-hmm. But. Um, what's trending in the wedding scene for hair and makeup? Trending right now, braids. Really? I have done, I mean, per- particularly this morning, I did um, a Celtic wedding. So I did a lot of the braids oh, and the awesome. knots um, this morning. But uh, that natural, loose and flowy, um, hair down in Florida is a big thing. I am one of those stylists that I just try to talk a bride into, like, can we have a just-in-case option? Mm-hmm. We do live in Tampa. We do live in Florida. Weather is a big issue here. And I want the bride when I leave to look beautiful for the entire event so I just like to talk to them about it and if that's what they want their hair done absolutely but you mean because it doesn't tend to to stay in place because it does stay depending on texture of hair but it also just it rises a little bit and it kind of like I call it in flames but it gets a little bit it gets bigger yeah and curls don't always stay the best you can use the best products in the world I can use the most expensive products in the world it's just unfortunate to where we live right it's not conducive to yes. every single hairstyle. Yes. Every single hairstyle, every single texture. So right. I like to inform the bride of that. And some of them know it and they still want it. Absolutely. Yeah. The hospitality. <laughs> With a <and> smile. <laughs> Absolutely. We can do whatever. Um, I told you so. What are some of your favorite product lines to work with for both hair and makeup? Um, Makeup-wise, I'm a Morphe girl. I've been a Morphe girl since before they became big. They used to only be sold at hair shows. So I used to 
be forever at premiere and like oh my god it's been way too long most of my shadow lines are them hands down best pigment i can find Do you get products. big palettes yes mm-hmm. and back when they first started the like jacqueline hill size palette was like eight dollars and i'm not wow. kidding you and it was amazing the same exact consistency the same formula but like eight dollars worth oh, can't even tell you how many of those palettes i have um i'm a big primer girl that's a big thing for me as far as um a lot of people don't want to shine they want the dewy look but not the shine and that's what's another thing trending for brides is the glowy highlighter dewy look but you don't want to look greasy right mm-hmm. so primer is the best way use a mattifying primer i personally use if they have dry skin um the two-faced um hangover start it with that drench the skin then i go in with a mattifying primer i kind of do it backwards but that's what i like to use okay. um let me think that's face-wise. I'm a big falsy lashes type of girl. A lot of – most of my brides have lashes. They get them installed. So we don't play with yeah. that. <laughs> Love that's that. A good, that's a good point because in our uh, first episode mm-hmm. of the wedding series, we talked about how makeup artists are very comfortable with working with yeah. yes. lash extensions at this point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's great. So Yeah. it In the beginning, when they, I would say maybe about three or four years ago, I would see, like – fake lashes this is when they like before they got popular and i was like i don't know what to do but also they were different textures yeah. back then they yeah, weren't they were as good stiffer. as they were now they were way stiffer and i was like scared to even like touch them um and also breaks my heart and you're gonna cringe do you know how many of like brides like apply their own like mascara over it that's not the bright one and i'm like what are you doing? triggered no like it like it it makes me twitch and i don't even do <laughs> lashes girl so i'm like oh my God, i should tell that um and so what about like a good lip product that will stay I'm all a Jeffree day. Jeffree Star all day, every day. And that's at Morphe, right? Yep. You can get it at Morphe. I have been ride or die Jeffree Star. This has been on me since 6 a.m. Yeah. Vivid red lip. Yeah. Like, I rock a red lip. Um, I'm big into putting it on and it lasts all day. Kiss proof, like, eat proof, like, it ain't going nowhere. That's just the way that I think it should be. Um, a lot of girls love a gloss moment. Photography-wise, in a wedding thing, the photographer's going to tell you to put gloss on your Center. Cupid's vote and right yep. in the center of your right. lower lip to make your lips Highlight. pop. Yep. I always tell the girls, mattifying lip first, then the shine. Because mm-hmm. realistically, you want to have the shine for the photos, but if you're going to be kissing your husband all day long, like, that's not cute. He's not going to be glitter right. like, all night long. Right. Um, but I'm big into long-lasting matte lip. That's just me professionally speaking. People do whatever they want. A lot of brides, like, are really into, um, what's the one that they sell? That everybody sells. They like to have their own lip and it gets too cakey and they layer. It's like five layers you have to put on. Oh, um, you, um, lip sense? Yeah. And then they got, it's just too much. Like, this is one layer and it's lasted all day. So. What about um, hair products? Hair products. I am big. Again, the Florida girl in me. Um, big Sexy has a um, humidity spray mm-hmm. that's called... Um, I can't think. Of, I think it's literally called humidity spray, but it is my favorite. It's a little bit silicone based, which some people are weird about that, but it puts this shine over the hair that seals the cuticle down and it doesn't get poofy. It's my go-to and it smells bomb. But does too. it get greasy? Feeling? No. Okay. Mm-mm. And I love it. And it's a little short bottle. Um, that's I put that on pretty much all of my brides. Is Every it an bride aerosol or is it okay. aerosol can? Yep. And I you style everything, and I just do like a you know I put an um. My favorite setting spray is the Morphe setting spray because mm-hmm. it's an aerosol mist. So I do the face and then the hair. So I'm like that girl that's like the cloud. Like you just walk through, but I make them all 
That's my favorite product. Oh, so you literally have them all lined up and then oh, yeah. walk through like play. a... Because I always like to do a quick, like, all right, I'm packing up, last minute touch-ups. So I, like, leave one curling iron on and then I just do my touch-ups as I leave. And that's... Those are my two final steps as I go out. Um, other than that, I'm a Redken girl, so I use um, the Redken um, to prep the curls and stuff like that. Um, 32 is my favorite, like, stronghold, but it's also a little... Wor- it's workable. Mm-hmm. So that gives you the perfect curl, but it holds. So it's not like the prom curl. You guys remember right. those? The like the Shirley Temple. Yep. It's not that, but I can do that, brush it out, and yeah, it lays very flowy. And I feel like not only with with weddings, but I feel like when people ask for curls, they have to mm-hmm. get that prom curl first. Oh my gosh. And people are like freaking out, freaking out. It's like, no, let me just Yeah. yeah well my there. whole thing is even in behind the chair, I tell my girls, like, because everyone comes in with their picture, and realistically, they want an Instagram-worthy photo for their, like, after. You know how that is, like, the hot mess before and then mm-hmm. the great after? So I always tell them, they're like, oh, that's how you do it? I'm like, yeah, you use it. And your best tools are your fingers, and you brush it out. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's pretty much it. Volume, um, Big Sexy Powder Play. I've, I've used that. It is the that's best. Some, that's some good it, stuff. Any girl with flat hair, that's the go-to one. I always tease my um, my brides with it. Because they everybody wants a little volume. Nobody mm-hmm. wants flat hair. Even right. if their hair's down and straight, you can't have a flat head. You want it to be a little bit big. So that's a good product that you can blow dry it in. And you can actually just go through. And if your hair's flat, you just go like this and it stays up. Mm-hmm. So I have a question um, that's not uh, in our notes. Mm-hmm. So... Do you offer another pricing structure where you actually will stay through the ceremony? Yes. Um, and then also, do you, if if not, do you have like a little kit that you recommend the maid of honor do her touch-ups, the bride's touch-ups? I used to do that when I was mm-hmm. um, doing makeup and for weddings and styling and things that I would have you know recommend a kit like three items basically. I like that idea. The only issue is that. What has happened to me is I've gotten pictures of somebody who touched up their stuff with their, like, they do it too much. And it's always the under eye turns white. Yeah. Well, it's blotting papers. Yes. Lipstick. Oh, I love the blotting paper. I never thought you know, about that. I've lip done gloss, lip gloss. That sort of thing. I've done lip. I've never done. I did leave a little bit of, like, a translucent. And people got in trouble with that. Um, oh, I yeah. love the blotting paper oh, idea. Translucent powder. So I got a super No, you have no orange. idea what I tell you. That It wasn't even that. It was, like, they, they like... That plus their own, and it was like the white under eye. You know what I'm talking about when like yes. the makeup, the bride's makeup's beautiful, and then you look back, and I'm like, yeah, they basically look like they wore sunglasses and got a it's tan. Like, I know exactly 100%. when I left based on the pictures. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, yes, I do um, have a thing where I can stay the whole time. I actually have a lot of a couple of brides that just have me stay until after the ceremony. Exactly after the ceremony. Yeah, and if they're going to do a, um, mm-hmm. a dress change, then do a final like hair because maybe they want to drop their hair at that yeah. point. Any bride that I have been a bridesmaid, it never fails. They want the double look, which is the down for the ceremony, up for the thing. And they um, purposely the, choose you oh as my, a bridesmaid. Listen, girl, let me tell you. I have been a bridesmaid. How many times have you seen me be a bridesmaid? You wonder why. Well, at least you've been a bride, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That yeah, I've been saying a bride never too, a bride. Yeah. I was always a bride. Definitely, never a bride. like, forget 27 dresses. I was, like, 38 dresses. <laughs> but I finally got it. <laughs> so we're good. All because they're – are they just using you? Is listen, this what I'm listening Probably, to? but it's okay. <laughs> that made them go to Punta Cana for my wedding, so I win. <laughs> That's funny. Punta Cana, second yeah. time today. Um, okay, so what about how you cover bad skin? So I'm an esthetician. Mm-hmm. I handle a lot of brides three, six months ahead of schedule. What about the brides that we just can't get everything handled and the amount of time that they allow? I'm a big color corrector. 
I'm a big green, orange, yellow <laughs> color palette. Yes, just, I do. Just, and I have yeah, a cream perfect. base and I have liquid base. Awesome. Um, again, with the primer, you just got to get a little bit thicker of one. Um, the um, People are scared. And probably one of the biggest things that I can just say that I think most of my brides will tell you, I teach them. So, like, I can't tell you how many times I've had girls with rosacea and that they've never once seen green. Like, they were like, what is that? And I'm like, this little bit will help you. I've been doing a lot of headshots um, with BK and Creative, and I've been doing a lot of, like, the men. And it's something that's very, like, right above Subtle, your cheek. but still. A little yeah. bit of green. Like, color correctors are and my explain, favorite. explain color correcting for people who don't know. Okay, yes, perfect. Okay, so let's go back to kindergarten color wheel right so you see um anything that's red do you want to bring it back to be neutral so you want to bring the opposite of it so you're going to put green in it because green in. is opposite green of red is opposite on the color wheel. in the color wheel correct then let's say somebody Even the has secondary colors so yep. if you have yellow purple would be the opposite mm-hmm. of that yep and that's another trick for all my hair girls out there that are hair turning. That's why people, yep. the blondes, use purple oh, shampoo. Yeah, girl. Yep. I, that is my, I always recommend my blondes go home with purple shampoo yep. for that same reason. Or blue. Yep. Blues for orange, though. Yep, There's a difference. So for my brunettes right. that are doing the brunette balayage, what they do, I give them the blue shampoo because that'll bring that brass out. Mm-hmm. Right. So purple takes out yellow golds. Orange, um, blue takes out the orange and the reddish. But then again with the red. If I, like if me, I have really bright red hair. If I were to go back to my natural, there'd be some green in that formula for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing too, women with extremely dark circles, women with um, I always call it the wrong thing. Not is it not sunspots? Um, age spots? Melasma? Well, yeah, melasma. They um, God, it's been a while since I went to school. <laughs> um, red is a good color corrector. Okay, so again, people just think it's like because it's the darker. Yeah. It takes it out good. A red or an orangey, almost like a clay orange color. That's really good to cover with the dark circles. Put a little translucent, then your foundation. Life changer. That's a good point because you don't want to get it to start looking muddy. Yep. So you don't want to do like a too dark of a... Yeah, because what happens is what a a woman that isn't trained or what somebody's just thinking to do, my concealer, Mm -hmm. let's layer that on. You're not fixing the initial problem. You're just putting that one layer on it. Well... It's hot here. Give it about 20 minutes. That's going to fade through. And then you kind of can start seeing the bottom through. What do they do? They grab their compact or their translucent and then they overcompensate. And that's where it's like, I I always try to teach people because they just see these funny colors and they're like, "Um, that's not going on my face. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you will never see these colors. Trust me. So do you use a primer, then a color corrector or the opposite? Primer, then color corrector. Uh, well, it depends on the situation. Oh, I was going to say. Because there's silica base in the, a lot of the primers. Yes, so yes, 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 yes. A lot of the primers that um, they have like a little bit of like a CC in it or something like that. It just depends. I do will say in wedding world, you know, if I do homecomings, then I deal with a lot more skin issues. Most of my brides yeah, have point. been to an esthetician. Like they are well aware prepared. of their issues and they they are prepared. When I get the younger kids, that's different. So they are the ones that I have to like help them and cover a lot and sometimes pop some stuff because I it's, it's you know it is, it is what it is like you know the teenagers don't want the like big white head well it's better than a hole a crater that you really can't cover up yeah when you put makeup on because that's yeah. what, if you have it that's what I said to some people do not pick especially the day of a, a of a oh, yeah. date or something now you have a big crater in there you I don't care what you put in there maybe putty well, <laughs> you know, buddy. you know, maybe putty, but and then you can put yep. makeup over it. But that makeup is not going over mm-hmm. that. No. So I'd rather have a white head than 
a big crater. Covered up with some brown yep. brown liner. Marilyn Monroe. No, and then like it's that and then what was I gonna say? They do um oh, I can't think. They do like these kids come in, they do all that, or then they just like have these like they they want to go home and like add shine to it, and I'm like, you have a crater, and you're now putting highlighter all over it, and I'm like, you're just making it more intense. Like, do you know what I mean? I know you've seen these like, I love my brides to death, but some of them they're just like, oh, it's okay, cover it with shine. I'm like, hmm. Matt. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you gotta recess it, recess it with dark just, colors uh, or matte. Exactly. In. Just trust me. I know what I'm doing. So, um, all right, we talked about some bad skin moments. Tell us the strangest request you've had or the oddest wedding that you have worked for. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, Can't wait for this. I've had, oh my God, I have so many. It's kind of bad. Um, I have done, let me think. I, I had a bunch prepared too. Um, I've had weird, okay, this is going to kind of throw, this is kind of jumping around, but this is really bad. I've had a sister of a bride offer to pay me money to make her look better than the bride okay that's oh just my god mm-hmm. and some bad karma right yeah. there did you find out why was there like a oh good straight up jealousy just just jealousy. jealousy yeah um i've also i've had people the requests <laughs> that i have haven't come from brides okay it's come from everybody else interesting okay. um a lot of the brides that i at least deal with are not bridezillas Sure, and that's actually generally the case. You're right. 100%. I mean, maybe leading up a little bit, but the day it's, of is typically pretty cool. Well, you've done day the of. trials with them. You know I've what they trials. like. I can make somebody feel really comfortable. I have that type of vibe. I, I mean, I've had, I know some of my brides personally, and they're neurotic. I love them to death. They're my friends, but like, <laughs> come on. And even some of my new clients that I, I can tell that they're sitting there and they're on their phone and they're like, everything I do, they take like an, a, a picture of it and send it to somebody. And like, I can tell they're like that, but at the end of it, I want to make them feel comfortable. And I'm that person. Before you leave, do you love it? They're like, yeah, I love it. I'm like, what do you not like about it? Tell me now. I'm a fixer. Let's fix it. Because what's going to happen is the day of, I don't want you to ever be upset on your wedding day. Yeah. Everyone else is going to be doing a bunch of things. I got you. What do you need? Let's go breathe in, breathe out. Like, <laughs> that's just the kind of vibe I like for wedding days. Um, make them joke. I always, like, make them laugh. I also, a big thing I forgot to say in my trial, um, my spiel, is I'm a big... Who do you want when you first see yourself in your mo- in your dra- hair and makeup, your dress? Who do you want in the room? Because a lot of the times it's nobody. They want to see themselves. They want to have a moment. But there's no the pressure a, of everybody. I'm a big believer that the bride needs to have two minutes alone by themselves because the only silence they're going to have the entire day. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. So I when they when I ask them questions like this because. Um, I like having trials without a bunch of people there because I do like to know, like, who is going to, you know, make you upset? Who do you want that's, like, your ride or die that, like, is going to be, like... Hype the, man. Yes. Like, every girl has, like, the, oh, my God, girl, you're so good. <laughs> yes, bitch. Yes. Like, everybody has that person. And, like, that's the person you want around you that day. Yeah. Not the, like, third cousin wants to move that has to be a bridesmaid because, like, they have to be. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be grumpy gills or your sister that's a hater or your mom that's a psycho or your mother-in-law that's mean. It's, like, your be- the people that are going to make you feel like the radiant person that you are on your big day. Like, yeah. let me know at the trial. I have kicked people out of a room before. I have kicked a mother out of a room before. Um, she gave her daughter hives, and I asked her politely to leave. And I was called a bitch. Everything out of I was so unprofessional. I said it very politely. The maid of honor, 
clapped because nobody <laughs> has ever told the mom, put the mom in her place. She was such a ball of negative energy on the bride, Chilla. She was really chill, like complete opposite. And she then got hives and I can't, you can't oh put makeup God. on that. And yeah. I had to wait. And I was like, girl, I was in Bradington. Like, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I love that energy to be like kind of hype and fun. Let's dance. Let's play music. All that kind of stuff. That's been like weird requests. Um, let me think. Beauty-wise, was there ever something that you were really against doing, like a, a, a lip color on someone that just washed them out or um, that, or just something that they were so adamant about and you just were like, okay. I had a bride want pink hair for her wedding, and I gave her like little baby lights and said, like, this is, I do her hair regularly too, and I also styled her wedding. Um, so I talked her out of that. I just didn't think her dress was blush. It was too much yeah. yeah so i did talk her out of that um and then she wanted to cut her hair really short and i talked her out of that too thank god for you <laughs> i have the power <laughs> um that one was crazy i i'm a big believer of a pop i love a bold lip i that i am a pusher of especially if they are they do get a little like ballsy like i i think it's a beautiful pop that is very underrated now it doesn't have to be a red lip i actually did a fuchsia lip on somebody um her name was Erin, and she is just naturally very pretty. Doesn't wear a lot of makeup. She didn't want a crazy eye. Yeah. She just like she looked at it, and it was my one of my Jeffrey Star colors, and she she was like, "I want that." And all her bridesmaids were like, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" And I looked at her, and she was like, "I want it." And I, her pictures were beautiful, but we were all just like, "Okay, are you gonna do?" It? I love a I love a bright pink. That's mm-hmm. what I typically wear. So, but I mean, would you say too, like balancing out the lip and the eye? That's you know, kind of like do not do heavy eye if you're going to do a bold. Exactly. Lip. Like, so it, have you had requests where people are want they want both, and they're looking a little like little drag queen? Frankly, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I talk a lot of shit, but I did it on my own wedding, so <laughs> like it's me. But do as I, I say, not as I do. I know, dear, please. But um, I I don't get a lot of that. Most of my red burgundy fuchsia lips want a soft eye. The only thing that they have heavy on their eye, which I am always a fan of, is lashes. Right. I I just and I will tell a mother in law, a mother, a grandmother, get lashes. Get lashes. Yeah. Even if it's the little like baby ones that I can individually put in, you need something. And any photographer will say the same thing yeah. I'm saying. Right. I ask photographers to put it in their contract at least when they have that meeting yeah because brides are like it's going to be too much i'm like but it's not too much no it's the, it's the camera so you're behind it's the, the camera. camera and it's all hd now you yep. know so oh it's very hd yeah <laughs> you can see every flaw <laughs> exactly okay so um so another thing i've noticed is that we talked about this is that brides are pretty calm on the day of the of the wedding mm-hmm. but the mothers can be a little hairy do you see any other people like let's talk about even the grooms for a moment do, mm-hmm. or the groom do you find that um, anything strange on that side do you ever do makeup on the on the on the groom side as well actually the the wedding I just did in Key West I cut the groom's hair day of too um, he travels a lot for work so he came in two days before his wedding so he didn't get a haircut with me regularly so I went over there I cut his hair and then I saw him come in and out and he was very stressed and I just, it was one of those things where a lot of the grooms that I deal with, they're just like chilling, playing golf day of, like riding, going to the beach, all this stuff, like drinking all day. Where the brides start, we start sometimes at 6 a.m. Yeah. It's an all day affair when you are with a bridal party and the men are just chilling. And you got to remember to eat. Yes. And um, so I have seen 
some men, like I said, I have had a couple grooms give me their idea of what they want, what they want their bride to look like, which mm-hmm. is weird to me. Yeah, it is weird. Uh, yeah. And like, they're just, it's that type of man. It's just really opinionated and like machismo. And I don't, I can't deal with that. Well, I'm I mean, like, but the women usually rule the day. I mean, on any single detail. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I guess there's like equality, but it's also like <laughs> not your day. <laughs> we work since 6 a.m. Like, let her have her moment. <laughs> I love that answer. But I was also, I, well, I'm going to call my best friend out, but I was his groomswoman and he was like, groomzilla like it was all about him he was trying to go to the barbershop with all the boys and all get like fresh fades the day of and do like a whole thing and i was a groomswoman but i was also styling all the girls so like i didn't get to be involved in all this and i was okay thank god you didn't want to fade did you (laughs) (laughs) but it was funny because i just was like i already know how he is and i love you mark but i was like oh i'm so sorry i'm with the girls all day sorry Yeah, please go, go. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some pricing. Okay. Um, We do like to kind of make our listeners aware of what the expectations will be for pricing. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk about how that structures, how the the, um, prep day is or the actual location. Well, you probably have pricing for location or if they come to you, that sort of thing. I do a travel charge, which is just the normal, typical, like, what is it now? Taxes, 50 cents a mile. I just travel. I just do by mile. Oh, okay. Um, I've traveled anywhere. If I go far, they pay, they cover my flight, my hotel, um, and like most of them throw in like food and stuff there. It doesn't matter, but at least my travel to be covered. Um, and then for my charges, I charge, I'm probably on the middle to middle end for Tampa. Um, I charge 155 for brides hair and makeup. And then I charge 135 for bridesmaids hair and makeup. And that's good. Mm-hmm. So and that's I, like makeup and hair. Makeup and hair. Wow. So what about, um, what about the, um, mock-up day? Mock-up day, I do um, bridal trial one fifteen. One fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those prices are really good. Yeah, and I've I'm gonna be increasing, but I'm also a big like I I'm a want to make sure all my like ducks are in a row, and I'm doing um, a whole new rebranding for myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have a new website and everything, and I need everything to be like like I will never just raise my prices and be like oh yeah then I'll figure my shit out. Like I need my stuff to be on point and then I'll go up. Um, but like I said, so basically I'm, hire you now. Yeah, hire me now, guys. Yeah, because after the three twenty twenty weddings, just gonna throw that out there. Because um, after this podcast, let's face it, you are going to blow up. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I do all that, and then you know, if it's more, if it's under, like today, I did in three and a half hours. I did four full hair makeups. So, I mean, I can do it pretty much by myself. If there's more than four or five, I always I have somebody who comes with me. Sometimes I. Two weeks ago, we did 23 heads, so there was four wow. of us, and like we cranked Holy them out. It was cow. two different weddings. So it was we went to um, St. Pete first, we were at the Vinoy, and then we came back, and we did one over here at the Weston. Wow. So it was a full day, but we were done by like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, girl. I had my Yay. little cocktail. I was so happy. <laughs> um, so sometimes having a team is, is worth it from our sanity. Sure. It's less money for us, but sometimes, girl, like... Well, it's, it's got to... You got to also look at efficiency. I mean, mm-hmm. you only have so much time. You yep. can actually turn out 23 heads I mean, yeah that's just that's just it was good logistics. it was easy and it was i this was a situation where i was and it's like i came in like i wasn't the lead stylist i didn't book the bride i didn't meet nobody i just came in and i was doing bridesmaids so it was just great and i love those days because i just come in just do hair or just do makeup i don't got to bring everything with me and it's just i can crank out an updo in like 15 20 minutes so it's it's one of those where those days like that are fun because I get to do fun things and where people are just like, here's a Pinterest board, find one you like. Like, yeah. I love that because I get to be creative. Sure. Because mm-hmm. if 
like I said, trend right now, braids with bridesmaids. There, everyone, like a bride, just like put a braid somewhere so I can do the same style and it make it look thirty different ways, right. which is good. Um, when you are going to show up and have do people's hair, how would you want their hair to be? You want it to be wet? You want it to be dry or clean? You want it to be dirty? I will speak for myself. And ninety thousand percent of hairdressers do not have wet hair day of. Um, and if you are like me, Latina, anybody with curly hair, ninety percent of the time they're going to want it blown out first. Um, that's the longest part of doing hair is blowing out. Um, curly hair, ethnic hair, any type of like women of color hair, like you just got to have it either natural. And like we're gonna, we can style it natural, or if you want it that smooth finish, we gotta have it blown out before we get there. So would you do the blowout, or do you recommend them? I can out charge for the blowout, and we can yeah. do it. But we just, I would need to know that before when we do the it's trial. Time. Most brides, and I, that's another thing from the trial. Um, I keep forgetting what I leave out. <laughs> is we have the conversation of how many bridesmaids, what are the? I want to know what they look like. Like I need to know. Like my makeup kit's full from color spectrum a all the way to z but with hair products and with hair time i need to figure out what we're doing if a girl's if the bridesmaid's hair is going to be down um that takes an extra we have to set them first so that takes an extra 20 minutes to set the curls and then they can go run around town do whatever they got to do but their hair is set and then they come to me later and then we take them out last um another little thing that i'm weird about and it's my little thing i also think again the day is all about the bride if the bride's hair is down i think the girl should be up and vice versa. Okay, sure. That's like a little thing when they ask my opinion. Mm-hmm. I not just steal her thunder. Yeah. It's not. It's about the thunder, but think about the photographs. Yeah. If everyone here looks the same, other than the white dress, mm-hmm. it's not like the makeup's going to be the big vavoom. You know what I mean? I just think it, everything that day is all about the queen. Like that's how I feel. Yeah. So that's when when my opinion's asked, I give it. Mm-hmm. But and vice. So like opposite too. If the girls are going to be up, if bride down. So, do you have any advice, um, troubleshooting advice, really, for brides? Um, what sort of things they should bring or do to make the day run smoother in relationship to what you do? Um, I am a big uh, allergy. If, if there is anybody in your bridal party that has a skin allergy, I would hope the bride would tell us in the trial. But if not, bring it. Primer, like at least let us know what you're allergic to because it's product not f- allergy. Okay. Product allergy. I'm okay. sorry, that's what I meant. Sorry. Um, hair and makeup product allergy wise um, that's a good point is a big thing because again our makeup we can only bring so much with us and like there's new allergies every day out that like we don't really know that much about Um, and if girls are weird about lipsticks um, like they don't like the mattifying lipstick they like that glossy stuff and I they don't want what I have I always tell the bride to bring that with you right as far as that i the blotting pads i've never even thought about that you like blew my mind <laughs> the best <laughs> <Wow>. idea ever <laughs> i just can't even like i have them in my kit but i've never thought to leave them with the brides yeah it's a good idea um so anything else that comes to mind that um you know anything that you've seen that's kind of i mean a lot up? of my stuff because i do a lot of these i always tell them like i'm a big emergency kit person yeah. just having I mean, I I can sew, so I've been that girl to go in and a bride. And, like, again, the bride's comfortable with me. And if this is a stranger, I can go in and I'm up her dress and I can sew something. Or chip nail. or Stuff like that. I'm big into the emergency kit. A lot of girls get acrylics or they get the gel with their nails. So, like, at least that's good. But anything regular nail polish, I'm just not a fan of because that chips faster. Yeah. Or or even like slippers to, you know, wear. Slippers to wear. For big fan. You know. Um, a little thing I do warn all my brides for day of. Do not do 
teeth whitening that day. Like, you can do the little strips, but, like, if this is the day one of it, you're not going to see a big difference. Right. I'm a big spray tanner myself. Right. Today's a bad day, but, like, I love to look like an orange Oompa Loompa. That's just me. I tell (laughs) girls, do not spray tan the week of your wedding. Oh, interesting. The whole week? You say seven days? I say three. Because I... Three's good, but I, like... I'm a big get a base tan person. Build it up. I think the week of the wedding is a builder upper. Three days out is good. My thing personally, I'm chunky, so like I get like the lines. Do you know what I mean? And so some brides, if they're sweaters and stuff like that, I just don't. uh, Three days is good, but these girls that get it like the day before, like I can smell it on you. It's tough. I know, like, and I, it's that's on them. Like I'll match the color. As far as for me as a makeup and hair girl, I can match whatever color you give to me. As far as a girl who, like, girlfriend, you're going to get on your dress. Yeah. I don't think it's the wisest decision. Well, it's smart to, to do the build-up, too, because especially I think a lot of, um, if you don't spray tan regularly, mm-hmm. uh, brides typically will spray tan before. But if they're very, very white, they might not get the right color. See, and so I also think if they're really white, I just love that. Like, I just think that's such a beautiful porcelain. Like, I, I mean, I love a spray tan moment, but, like, that porcelain skin is everything to me especially if they're brunette with porcelain skin. Like, I just love that contrast. You just have to make sure you match the neck and the decollete, mm-hmm. too. And even with older brides, you know, that is way important because if they have a freckly One of my friends does makeup, and her bride that she did got a spray tan first time in her life, day of the wedding. Get out of here. And she did not know that you need to rinse off after. Oh, God. So it was coming off. Like, and it was one of those tans. Sweating? It was one of those tans that gradually turned you like dark green <laughs> as the day went on. And my friend and my friend had to do some like tattoo covering. Yep. And oh at, at the end of the night, you know, she's this like dark green creature in like her dress. I felt so bad. She showed me pictures. Her dress was like it was like bleeding oh. green, and like the face looked great because it was like you know the makeup yep. and the tattoos were covered, but it was like a completely different shade. Well, I remember getting sprayed, I mean, like a couple weeks ago, and it was three days after my spray tan, and then it, I sweat, and I literally had yeah. like a brown bra sweat, yep. <laughs> brown color on my light shirt. I was like, God, I get it bad here because I'm busty, and I'm big bad here, and I'm bad here, and I'm, it's just always, my husband like makes fun of me all the time. He's like, really? But I look so good. <laughs> that's what, this is what this show is all about, too, or just sharing information like this. Little tips oh, yeah. that, you know, a lot yeah. of people just don't know. Yep. And, and we it, only know it because we've seen it. See, and that's the thing. When I, when I get a trial, the brides are like, oh, don't worry. I'll be a little tanner. Because I always tell them. I always ask, are you going to be about the same color? Mm-hmm. Just because I document which color I use just in my little notes. So, like, they're like, oh, no, girl, I'm going to get a spray tan. I'm like, when? Because I I'm a big, like, couple days in the sun just get a little mini build up like i'm very anti uv bed but in my wedding because it was destination i knew i had to be out there and i i burn so i i did the uv bed for three minutes three minutes and then like two days before we went i think i did five minutes at zoom tan just because i was like i just need something because i'm fair-skinned and i was like not trying to be red on my wedding but it that's how i did i built it i had to right um any advice for the men in the wedding party um groomsmen groomsmen don't show up crazy drunk it's a big thing um or or so hungover you stink you reek of booze um i was in a catholic wedding and the groomsmen got in a lot of trouble to the point that like we were scared that the priest wasn't going to marry them because they were so hungover and i won't say the church but i was like oh my gosh if this happens this is going to be horrible but like yeah 
So don't do that. Um, skincare wise, wash your face, gentlemen. Um, <laughs> the picture you listen. The basics. You will be so surprised. <laughs> I've been on the groomsmen side, so I was like, really, guys? Like, come on. Got some sleep crusties in it's your eyes. Not even that. No, I have seen a groomsman come up to the wedding, like uh, they're taking pictures with the pillow. Like, the sheet mark on their cheek. Like, they rolled out of bed. There is a red spot from where you were, like, passed out sleeping. Um, oh, just, God, like, that's put, like, a little bit of effort. A little bit. Just a little bit of effort. I noticed that. Um, I am a... I love a men with beard, but if you're going to have a beard, let's keep it, like... Groom it. Groom it. I was going to say trim it, but, like, if you have a full beard, like, that's great, but, like... I don't know. Brush it. Brush it. Trim Make sure it. there's not food in it. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> wash you know, it. Yeah, wash it. That would be great. Um, it's kind of fun to be a groomsman. It's really easy. Just don't be an ass. Like, yeah. just be there and be handsome and support your friend as he marries the love of his life. Um, and what about any advice that you would give for the budding makeup artist, hairstylist to break into the wedding scene? Practice. 100% practice. Do it for free. Follow. My little cousin has been with me. She has now been doing uh, makeup with me for three years since she has been a baby. I have, she's been with me, and she now does weddings with me. That's Great. awesome. And I trust her with my brides. She's done about the, my past, like, four weddings. If I can't get my friend Marissa to come with me, she's with me. And she is it the Marissa Marissa show? Are you kidding me? I know, it's both of us. <laughs> yeah, me and Marissa, we both we tag team weddings together. It's great, but Marissa I bring squared. Her, yeah, <laughs> we hashtag. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I and I just got her, and she, you know she's in college for speech pathology. Like she's in something totally different, but she's naturally talented at it, and she keeps going with me. And I tell her, I'm like, you know, I charge my prices, and I give her a cut. And I was like, you're using my makeup. When you build your kit up, when you can do it on yourself, I need, I have to see her do different skin tones, different types of skin, different types of eyes, and then like she's been practicing. She's been doing really good. I made her make an Instagram account. Excellent. So she's good. been doing really good. So anybody, practice, practice, practice. And please, whoever wants to learn and wants to do all of this, please don't just do stuff on yourself. That's a big thing that a lot of these, like... It's you know, one thing to do you it on yourself, do, but yes. to do it on other people. Yes. And you have to go out of the norm. You have to be uncomfortable and do skin tones and hair types that you are not familiar with. Like, I get a lot of my clients because I have curly hair, because they know I can handle curly hair. They know I can do, you know, women of color. They know I can do stuff like that. It is what it is. Thank you for the business because you guys don't want to do it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, let's do some rapid fire. Oh, cool. All Marissa's right. Marissa's top 10. Um, top wedding destination. <laughs> Punta Cana, Hard Rock, duh. <laughs> oh, God. What's your top honeymoon destination then? Oh, my God. I didn't have a honeymoon. So let's say I would love to go to Greece. Greece. Cool. Um, favorite bride lip color? Um, I would say um, Designer Blood from Jeffree Star. What color? Which it's a that? deep burgundy. Pretty. I wear it a lot. Is it also great for a lot of skin tones? Yes. And actually, side note, this is not for a bride, for a bridesmaid, Androgyny by Jeffree Star. It's a mauve color, and it changes if you, um, from fair skin to dark skin, it can go mauve purple, mauve pink, and mauve nude. Wow. It's same color. It's crazy. You should try it on, like, different skin tones. You, It's so dope. It's my favorite bridesmaid color. Cool. What about your fa favorite bridal boutique in Tampa here? Um, or beyond? Hmm? Or beyond? I would say maybe, like... A CC's. I I don't really. I only went to David's because they don't. They're the only place that really had a lot of plus size dresses. Unfortunately, 
not a lot of places in this town do a lot of plus size dresses, so I didn't have a lot of options. Mm-hmm. But I loved your dress. Thank you. Your Wang Gang. Really? Yeah. Nice. And I got tired to travel with it, so I had to make it real, <laughs> real flexible to like travel with. Wow. All right. Um, what's your favorite visual artist, modern or dead? Dolly. Dolly's dope. Boats. Yep. And I've recently been into, um, oh my God, what is his name? He's a graffiti artist in Tampa that does a bunch of the pop stuff. He did the Gaga mural right there next to um, Killer Cam. Oh. He does all the graffiti artwork. He did the Gaga right next to Holland Franklin. Oh, if you go down yes, his page, yes, yes. mind blown. He just does like, this graffiti paint. His name. Yeah, it's Killer Cam. I think it is. Um, okay. What about uh, favorite Tampa brunch spot? Um, I'm a big dad's girl. Like, what do you like to get there? Um, the April in Paris. Oh, that is a good one. Mm. So dad's is a restaurant here in Tampa on McDill. It's kind of a institution, really. Yep. They're part of a restaurant group, and dad's was their first, right? Dad's, Joe, and well, Rue. They have Rue. They have now Rue they have, too. Yeah, Rue is theirs, and then they just opened um, Doctor Barbecue. And uh, my friend, he was the GM for. Um, a couple of their restaurants. He usually um, opens up the restaurants. What's the other one? Dad's Dough and what's the the catering one? Um, I don't know. Oh, there's three. Rue, Rue caters. I know that. Mm-hmm. And then Dr. Barbecue. And then they have it's one other concept coming up. It's cute how they had them all three. Yeah. So it's a really cool spot. Yeah. It's very playful I love restaurant. it. And it's good to, whenever I bring somebody into town, I've taken them there just because it's the Instagram worthy food picks. You know how all that goes and the yeah. drinks and all that. Um, so I like it. And my husband being a foodie, he likes it too. So that's good. Um, favorite Tampa watering hole? That's if you drink. Oh. I don't know. Do you drink? <laughs> I drink Tito's water lime, so anywhere in Tampa is my favorite. <laughs> um, I just did Sunday. We just did the whole Armature Works, Sparkman Wharf. Me and my husband had a little fun drinking day on Easter. Fun. So that whole area is sick how much they're changing yeah, Tampa. And I am loving it. And I live right next to Midtown, so I can't wait for that to open because, you know, I will walk there. <laughs> so um, Armature Works and Sparkman's Wharf. Mm-hmm. Sparkman's Wharf's the newest of like the food hall type environments, mm-hmm. except it's exclusively outdoors. Mm-hmm. And then Armature Works is it's kind, kind of, of like a, it's kind of like the same thing, except um, yeah. Sparkman Wharf's has that food truck vibe. Yeah, where it's literally like those metal cans, shipping containers, shipping yeah. containers, and that's the food that way. Um, Armature Works is actually a really pretty wedding venue. Yeah, I was going to ask you, have you and done any weddings there? Yes. I've styled and I've been to one there and it was great. Um, I just love that vibe. Yeah. They got to figure out the parking situation because yeah, I can't do enough. dirt in my toes when I'm walking, but like it'll, they'll fix it once it's all done over mm-hmm. there. Give them like a year and all of that will be built up. What about your favorite Tampa sunset or sunrise? Especially if you drank all night and then you're <laughs> heading to bed at like five. The beach is my go-to. We used to go um, to... Um, Reddington Beach, like three times a year, my whole family would rent there. So, anywhere on the beach is just beautiful. I mean, luckily we're in Tampa. We live ten minutes to thirty minutes away from like beautiful beaches. So that's my go-to. Um, as far as like a bar top, I just did Embered at Armature Works, which was a really nice service. Not so great. They got to get it. It's still running a little slow, but the view was beautiful mm-hmm. and the vibe was cool. cool. Um, your favorite work outfit. Girl, I'm a yoga pants and like a t-shirt type of girl. Um, if I'm doing a wedding, comfortable like this. I'm on my feet all day. If I'm behind the chair, um, we get bleach on everything. So nothing nice. I, these Some of these hairstylists that wear these full expensive outfits, I'm like, sister, it's going to get dirty in like 3.6 seconds, even with a cape. 
Yeah, we were talking about that as well in our last episode with the photographer, how she tried, because she's out intermingling with everyone mm-hmm. all the time, but we were, I did mention to her that even the makeup artists, they have to, you have to be an appropriate attire mm-hmm. for, to achieve your work. Yeah. You know, you have to be comfortable to some level. Yep. So she put in her contract that she will be in leggings. I love that. Yeah, she had one bad review. The woman loved the wedding, everything about it, and the pho- photography, except she was really disappointed she wore leggings to her wedding. Who who was it? A photographer out of Atlanta. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, so, I mean, I, mean, I wanted to... They're running around literally sweating. Exactly. And what's funny is I did... So my cousin's wedding was the first time that I got to go in the vendor room. So when everybody's eating... Like and doing whatever, I went back into the vendor room and like I was hanging out with the photographer, the videographer, like the wedding coordinator. We they were all sitting there eating, and I was like, "Is this what you guys do?" Because I'm out by this point. I'm the first one there and the first one to leave. So they were all hanging out, and I was like, "This is why everybody works together because they all get to talk." I never get to really see anybody other than the photographer for 2.6 seconds because they want their like two. I call them the money shots, which is like the mascara shot and like the right, lip shot yeah. and the hairspray shot. Those <laughs> the are like the grand three, reveal. Yes, the grand reveal. Those are the three shots that I'm involved with, and then. I'm out. So I got to like hang with them and I was like, this is fun. <laughs> so how about um, your favorite place or favorite thing to do to unwind? Oh, I am a sit on my couch with my dogs, watch Bravo type of girl. Like I don't stop from start to end of my work day, especially with a wedding. So that's my favorite go-to. You asked me and now it's to the point that like I'm too tired to go out and drink. I rather like drink some wine on my couch with my dogs. Yeah. What kind of dogs do you have? I have two rescues. One is a um, terrier mix. I was told he was a chihuahua when he was like two weeks old. That's not what he is. And then the other one I rescued actually doing a wedding in San Antonio. He was living really? in like the field. Aww. And I got him and he's my little Miguelito and he's a chihuahua mix. I think there's some corgi in him. Because mm, he's a little long and yep, stuff. a little long and like <laughs> wobbly. But those are my two baby boys. Oh, cute. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. A lot of fun. Um, Some great energy. Yeah, totally. Thank you so much. Tell all the listeners where they can find you on social media. All right. You can find me on my hair page at hair by Marissa Moran. And then my personal page is at Marissa Moran Hicks. And our uh, podcast page is So Basic Podcast. Tell us a little bit more about that. I just, you know, was trying to do my own research. Just a quick little. So it's basically me and... um, for my guy friends and it's just um basically we want to bring in tampa it's 90s vibe so we want to bring in tampa and just the fun things to do and we have each different segments my segment is listen queen so i'm the pop culture queen so i come in and i give a little fun what are the jabs of the week um then we do a segment we do like a little rapid fire thing and then we do we have people on instagram that write us questions so we do um it's called fanny packing and it's like a big fanny pack we have throwback 90s and we just ask three questions and then we each kind of go around and give our answers so it's a very opinionated based podcast and it's very (laughs) out there and inappropriate but i love my boys and it's fun so yeah we've been good and it's i'm the two of us are tampa natives the rest of them are they just moved down here. So it's fun to talk about Tampa from people who are new to it because they don't know, like, the old school Tampa. And to them, it's, like, all this fun and it's happening. But realistically, like, this is all exciting. Like, this is all it's new. Exciting for even mm-hmm. locals. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm born and raised here, and I still am like, wow. It's in the past five years. And think about in the next five years what right. this whole city is going to look like. It's crazy. Right. Just driving down Gandhi, I was like, what is all this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Well, thanks again for coming. Thanks and. So thanks for, to our listeners for listening today to Instant Pretty. This is our second, or was this our third edition of 
This will be our third edition of the wedding series mm-hmm. with Marissa Moran. And uh, you can find us, find Instant Pretty Podcast on Instagram at Instant Pretty Podcast or go rate and review us anywhere you get your podcasts. I'm Abby Kiefer. I'm Talia Keene. Stay pretty, America. Stay pretty. This is a Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida Quick Fix on Radio Influence. I have a very good friend as a guest today, Kaya Cardonic. So I have to say, I'm really impressed by your Instagram feed. I love it. I mean, keto is just, it's, it works for me whenever I do it. We all know I'm obsessed with pizza, so I do keto for like a month and then I'm back on the carbs. But tell us a little bit about how you got started with your keto journey. Sure. So um, January of 2018, I actually started. So it's been almost a year and a half now. Um, I was tired of always procrastinating and not actually following through on diets and stuff. Um, So I just committed and I went for it. I surrounded myself with a bunch of positive people. Mm -hmm. I've actually lost 55 pounds since then. Um, And I made a keto Instagram page um, back in September just to kind of keep me motivated and keep me on track. And mostly did it, too, because I always lose my recipes. So I really wanted to save those. So now I feel like I can't quit, though, because of all these motivational people around me. And you're committed to it, especially like posting kind of gives you that responsibility. Like, I have to do this and I want to share my journey, which is great because I watch you and I'm inspired. Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play and RadioInfluence.com.